Hello, loyal listeners. Stephanie from the Dub Talk Podcast here. Just a quick note about this episode as well as a few others. The early episodes of Dub Talk were a vlog series originally called Lilac Talks Dubs. They were for an anime review channel I had a few years ago before converting it to the Dub Talk channel full time. This episode is the audio from one of those videos. Please bear with the quality and the lack of information. These are very early on and are extremely rough, but we didn't want to exclude them from the RSS feed. If you want to check out the original videos, you can find them on DubTalk's YouTube channel. Thanks so much for your support, and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing pretty good, considering uh, since I'm recording this, uh, I've actually recorded four out of six video reviews that I'm working on. And this is the last one I'm recording for today, so I'm a little tired. But um, I really wanted to do this uh, dub talk video for you guys because it seems rather interesting. Bit of a triple whammy for you guys. So I really wanted to do this video and I really wanted to get it to you guys right away. So today we're going to be talking about three um, different uh, series double-aided. Two are announcements. One. Um, is a rather interesting thing I saw and I wanted to get some thoughts on it. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, get started with those. <laughs> also, I apologize if throughout any point in the video, uh, you hear really, really weird noises. My heater in my room has been acting up a lot lately and I don't want to stop and go and re-record everything. But, um, so we're going to try and get through this as best as possible, so I apologize for that noise. So the first out of two dub announcements that I'm talking about today um, is a series that I actually did not see uh, before, but it's one that when I saw the announcement it was rather interesting to me and some people asked um, me to talk about it and my thoughts about it, and that is for uh, Supersonico the Animation. Southern Filmworks announced the title, the person playing Sonico, and it's actually rather interesting because, well, Supersonico loves macaroons, and so do I! That's right, apparently we're getting Jessica Negri as Supersonico, which is rather interesting on multiple levels. If you don't know who Jessica Negri is, um, she's a well-known cosplayer. She cosplays a lot of different characters, uh, including Mag Moxie from Borderlands, um, and a few various anime ones, including Supersonico. So this is really something cool and interesting. Now she has done a little bit of voice work before um, for Ruby, uh, however I do not desire to see Ruby, so I don't know much else. But she's still fairly new to the voice acting world, so it's definitely really interesting to see her come up here. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about this is because, as far as I'm aware of, she's the first really well-known cosplayer to get a voiceover role like this, to really be a part of the anime world. And since she is a very big nerd, uh, it really is awesome to see other nerds take on voice acting roles. I mean, another, as far as I can tell, another very well-known nerd, um, at least he proclaims himself to be, would be Josh Greeley, and he mentioned, and he said this in a panel that I went to uh, last year, Anime Boston. It's very cool to see uh, another fellow nerd go into the voice acting world. Now, I don't know Negri very well. I don't know how she's gonna do. I know her voice, at least. Um, I watch YouTube videos from Philip Franco as well as SourceFed, and she actually visits the SourceFed office pretty often, and she's done some uh, videos with them. So, I 
you have a general idea of her voice and I don't know much about Sonico, but I feel like it'll I feel like she'll have a lot of fun with it. It'll be a nice fun performance for her. Sonico is set for a release for 2015. There's no specific date yet. Um but it is scheduled to come out this year, and I am actually looking forward to seeing Nigri's performance as Super Sonico. And I might not get me to buy it, but I'm at least going to try and seek it out and watch it. The second dumb announcement that I wanted to talk about today also came out around the same time as Super Sonico, and that is for the series Defragments. Now, um, I saw the series while it was airing last year. I thought it was really nice and rather fun, and it was a good way to start off my 2014, and I'm really happy that it is getting dubbed and is set for a home video release. So Funimation uh, decided to do this three-day announcement um, because I guess it got really popular compared to some of the other shows. Um, but uh, I'm gonna just go through these three days as well as a couple other little things here and there and give you my thoughts on them. Now, honestly, I did not make any predictions because I did not see this coming so soon. Um, so I'm just really going to talk about the voice actors who are going to be involved themselves. So day one gave us two announcements, Sakura Mizukami and Minami Osawa. Um, Sakura is the pink haired girl uh, who has, who's a water type if I remember correctly, she carries water bottles around. And um, Minami, um, she is the homer teacher and advisor for the game creation club, uh, the provisional one anyway. Uh, and these two are rather interesting. Uh, for Sakura Mizukami, we have Megan Shipman, one I have not heard of before, and if Anime News Network wasn't currently down for maintenance at the time of recording this, I could tell you what she's done, but I will probably put the <laughs> information with her image. Because um, I've never heard of Megan Shipman before. I think she's done more, uh, she's done very few, I know that, but I think more comedic ones, and um, comedic ones that I've never heard of. So. I think that it'll be pretty interesting to see someone new, because there are actually a few fresh faces in here. Um, as for Minami Osawa, we have Caitlin Glass popping in. Uh, Glass, if you do not know who she is, she is Haruki from Oran High School's Club. She was recently announced, fairly recently announced, as um, Amikata for Free Eternal Summer, and she also plays Petra from Attack on Titan, in case you need a couple of previous dub videos to remember her, even though I didn't talk about her in Attack on Titan. I think this will be fun for her. It'll be definitely, it'll definitely be different. It's been a while since I've seen her do comedy, and considering um, the character is rather small in stature and very quiet in tone a lot of the time, it'll be fun and different from what I've seen her do. So I think these will, this is going to be a pretty fun fit for her, and it'll be fun to see what happens. Day two. There was two more announcements for day two. Uh, Takao and Chitose, Chitose Kurosuyama. So Takao, if you remember who that character is, she is the president of the actual game creation club and she has big boobs and there's running gags about it all the time. And she's actually going to be played by Tia Ballard. Tia Ballard, um, she's one I have mixed feelings about. However, um, I do love that she's going to be a part of this show and in this role specifically. Ballard, if you don't know who she is, she is, uh, Nanami Momozune, 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 freaking names. She's in Kamisama Kiss, Nanami from Kamisama Kiss. And she's also, um, the small Moe type girl for Devil is a Park Hammer. But she is also, um, if I have the correct name, Megumi from Shiki. 
Now, Shiki was my introduction to Ballard's work, and it wasn't my favorite of the dub. When I saw her as Nanami for Kamisama Kiss, however, I kind of changed my tone about it, and I believe I mentioned in my review that I feel like Ballard is more suited for comedies. Now, I have not seen Devil is a Tart Tarmer yet. I've heard good things about it, especially about her and her performance in it. So I feel like comedies is the best route for her to go, and see her as Takao will definitely be fun and interesting with some of these running gags and these fun moments for her and her character. As for Chijose, the uh, current student council president, and um, or I believe she's the earth type, the ground earth type, in terms of uh, weird, <laughs> weird game creation stuff. We have Whitney Rogers. Whitney Rogers is one I have not heard of as well. Um, maybe I might have seen one or two things from her, but she's also fairly new. Doesn't have a lot to her repertoire. Um, so it's again going to be nice and interesting to see. Uh, someone new in this dub and I think it'll be pretty fun and awesome because unfortunately at the time of recording this there has not been a trailer for some reason there hasn't been a trailer from Funimation about the series though I expect that we'll get one within the next few weeks uh, before the series is released. Day 3 uh, the final day gave us our two leads as well as a handful of other announcements as well um we have Roka Shibasaki and Kenji Kazuma, uh, the two major ones that are announced for day three. And then I'll get to the rest in a minute. Uh, Roka Shibasaki is, this is gonna be a fun one for me, is gonna be voiced by Bryn April. Bryn April, um, we previously talked about uh, in Attack on Titan as she plays Krista. She also uh, is in Red Data Girl as Izumiko, which I need to rewatch. Um, I feel like this is gonna work. Uh, April's voice, is really soft-spoken and very cutesy. And with Roka, since Roka is kind of the um, the Moe character of the group, um, and she uses that to her advantage, I think this is gonna be a fun fit for April. And I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to see going from dramatic roles, as far as I'm aware of, into something more comedic, because I have not seen that side of her work yet. And I feel like it's gonna be a wonderful fit. As for uh, Kazuma, Kenji Kazuma, it's Austin Tyndall. I've only had one other experience, as far as I can recall, involving Austin Tyndall, and it was Guilty Crown, and I hated it. I don't know how to feel about this one. Um, since I don't know much about his work, and I can't really look up right now because Anon is down for maintenance, I don't, since I don't know that much about him, it's hard to say how well this one's going to be to me. I will say it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't think it might work, because I still have Shu and Guilty Crown in my head right now, but I definitely would have to see some sort of trailer or some sort of promotional video from Funimation to see the direction that they're going with this. Um, and also I would love to see who the director of this is, because unfortunately, as of right now, there's been no announcement as to director and scriptwriter. So that's the scariest part about this. Um, is seeing what direction they're going to go with and who's actually going to push them in that direction. So with Tyndall as uh, Kenji, it's um, I don't know how to feel. It's gonna be interesting to see and I'm willing to give it a chance, that's for sure, but I don't think I will be guaranteed anything really exceptional or outstanding. Now as for the other announcements that were announced for the day three, um, there were 
four of, there were five or six, though technically two of them were child versions, so I'm gonna cut those out, because they're the same ones. But um, there's four additional ones that I feel need to be mentioned. Um, first there is Otaru Kawahara. Um, he is the student council vice president, as well as a close friend of Kenji's. Um, and I laugh because um, this is gonna be a fun one for J. Michael Tatum. His Tatum is gonna be taking on this character, and I think it's gonna be absolutely glorious and hilarious. Um, Tatum, you've probably noticed recently, in uh, you've probably seen recently, at least in terms of Dev Talk videos, uh, he was announced as Ray for free, as well as he plays Erwin from Attack on Titan, but he's also done other comedic roles. He's uh, Kyoya Otari from Own High School Post even though that character's not as odd as this one. <laughs> um, but definitely I think this is going to be a fun one for Tayden to play with and have fun with because this character can be a little bit of a pervert sometimes and I think I, as far as I'm aware, I've yet to see a rather perverted type of role in Tayden's repertoire unless I've missed something. So it'll be, it'll be fun. The next two I'm going to talk about, um, they're part of um, Kazuma's party or the gang that Kenji um, is part of, and they are Nagiyama and Yokoshima. <laughs> you think I found it hilarious that Tatum was playing another character? Uh, this is even more hilarious because it's Ian Sinclair and Josh Greeley. Um, <laughs> to see these two coming in as these two characters is going to be rather interesting to me. Um, because considering the physicality of both of these characters, and then considering the previous roles I've seen both of them do, I mean, Sinclair, they, I mean, for Sinclair, there's Dandy from Space Dandy, uh, Brooke from One Piece, and a few other roles, and then there's Greeley, who has done Armin from Attack on Titan, and um, he's announced as Nitori for free. Oh, and Sinclair is announced as Sosuke from free. Duh. And, um,. <laughs> Greeley has also done Kurunosuke from Princess Jellyfish and a few other well-known things. So seeing these two take on these roles, I'm excited for it just to see how it goes because it's a weird fit and for some reason I look at it and I think that weird fit actually works and it's going to be hilarious and I'm in love with it. So um, these two are definitely going to have fun with this, that's for sure. The last one from the Funimation announcements was for Tsutsumi Inada. She is um, a part of the Game Creation Club with Takap, so she's with the original Game Creation Club, not the provisional one that our major characters are with. And um, she is going to be voiced by Morgan Garrett. Uh, Morgan Garrett, I don't know much about her, again, for more information for other roles there. And I think she's still fairly new as well. So it'll be nice and interesting to see, uh, for me to hear this voice actress for the first time playing this role because she also can be slightly perverted and weird. So uh, it'll be fun to see that. Now those are all the announcements from uh, Funimation. But because there was no director or scriptwriter attached to it, I went and looked at Anime News Network to see if they were announced over there. However, I did spot something different, even though I didn't spot the director or scriptwriter. I spotted two more voice actors in the mix, and um, it's going to be interesting. The first is uh, Hachi Shio. Um, he comes in 
about halfway through uh, the series, and he's a bit of an oddball, because uh, he has this weird obsession with Roka and her darkness bags. Um, so it's it's gonna be interesting because the person who's voicing this character is Micah Solasad, and it makes me giggle so much because I know this stuff is gonna be really weird and awesome. I can already tell for the most part. Solasad, you probably have already heard him. Um, Soul from Soul Eater. Uh, a lot of things, really. Um, what's something recent? Ogami from Codebreaker, since that review is coming up this week, as well as Mizuki from Kamisama Kiss. Now, because I loved him in Kamisama Kiss, I know it's gonna be a lot of fun here to see him too. Um, and considering the character of Hachi, and his weird quirks, it's gonna be a lot of fun. A lot of these a lot of these voice actors I think are really good fits. It's wonderful. Now there is one other person who was announced to be a part of the cast. And her name is Kristen McGuire. Uh, one of which who one of which I know very little about and who also has not done a lot. Um, but there was no name of a character attached. So I don't know if it's gonna be a background character or one that has not been announced yet. Um, so it got me thinking as to potential other roles that this this person could be doing. Uh, and I came up with four. Um, there's Tama Sakai, who is the former student council president that we see in the last arc of the series. There's also Shinsen, who's also the former student council secretary that comes in the last arc of the series. There is Noe Kazuma, who is Kenji's little sister, and that's a viable option there. And then there's also Funabori, who is a classmate of Kenji and Roka's, as well as um, very well known for being a housewife, and all the boys love her for that for some weird reason. Um, so those are the four that potentially Kristen McGuire could be playing, but we don't know yet. Um, or she could just be in the background as a student or something, I don't know yet. Those, those are the announcements for uh, the Defragments dub. And um, as of right now, there's still other roles obviously that need to be announced, um, as well as director and script writer, as well as I would love to see freaking trailer Funimation, come on now. But um, the series is set for a release date of April 28th, and you can pre-order it right now from like Right Stuff or Amazon or even Funimations if you're interested in taking that on. And I feel like, at least for the most part, from what I can tell from um, this show, I think it's going to be really solid. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And especially some of these um, voice actors who I know and have seen them do comedic roles, but also seeing them announced as characters that I would not picture them playing. I think it's going to be really freaking hilarious and amazing to see. So um, I am very excited to see this dub happen. So the third thing I wanted to talk about today, it's not a dub announcement, uh, more of a dub prediction. Because last week I woke up one day and I checked my Twitter and one of the first tweets that I saw was actually from Mike McFarland who does a good amount of work with the series One Piece, which you all know I love, near and dear to my heart. And because um, someone asked them about who in the world is going to be playing Trafalgar D. Law. Now, I don't really know that much about the character. Uh, I don't know much about him. I don't know much about how he fits into the whole story because I am still way behind. However, we do at least have confirmation from McFarland himself that the role has been cast 
and that they are in the process of recording it, which is pretty freaking awesome. I mean, I tried asking to figure out when we're gonna hear about who it's gonna be, and that didn't happen. So we're kind of just left up in the air with some predictions. I actually have four predictions for this. Um, for various reasons. So first, I'm just gonna touch upon this current seiyu for the role, um, Hiroshi Kamiya. Hiroshi Kamiya? Yeah, Kamiya. Names, hooray! Um, a lot of people will probably know this, this voice, the seiyu, specifically. Um, he is Izaya Odihara from Dorara. He's also done, uh, art from the Hamatora series. He's also Gareki from Carnival. He is also Yato from Noragami, and he is also, and probably the one that everyone knows the best, Captain Levi from Attack on Titan. So we have a very well-known seiyu at this point who's done a lot of decent roles in recent years. So now it kind of begs the question as to who's going to play him, and I have four predictions as to who that might be, because mostly voices that I kind of would like to see in here, because I did watch a few clips of uh, Trafalgar D. Law, just so I can have a general sense as to the character, both the serious tone and the comedic side of it. And um, these, so these predictions are based on those few clips that I've seen, as well as the work of the Seiyu, and you'll see why in a second. So how I see Trafalgar D. Law's character, it's a lower, can be lower um, range in vocal tone. But also, it points there's a little bit of like seductiveness to it. It's weird, but it's true, which is probably why a lot of people love Captain Levi and the Seiyu so much. The four people that I've picked are rather interesting for various reasons. Um, because of the lower tone register of his voice, um, I two of my predictions that I picked were Robert McCollum and David Wald. McCollum, you've heard at this point, he's done Attack on Titan as well as Rhina but you more or less have known him even more as Kogami for Psychopaths. And then as for Wald, we have, he's in Shiki. He's the doctor from Shiki, I cannot remember the name. But he's also done Fibrain and he's also plays Gajil for Fairy Tale. So both of these have the lower um, vocal quality that could fit for this role, which would make a good amount of sense. It would also be nice to see them jump into this One Piece franchise, uh, especially McCollum, because as far as I know, he hasn't had a huge role in any of the big, uh, long-running shows that Funimation currently has, not One Piece, and I think... No, McCollum is Jalal from Fairy Tale. I stand corrected. Um, but to see him or Wall jump into uh, One Piece would be pretty cool, in my opinion. Um, but I do have two other predictions, and they're kind of different, and one of them, at least, is a wild card. One prediction I have is mostly because of the Seiyu himself, because it's it's really weird. One of those wild card predictions um, is actually Matthew Mercer, and the reason I picked Mercer uh, is because of his work of Captain Levi. Um, so, because we have seen this happen before, where an English voice actor voices more than one role that a, his seiyu has done. I mean, one of the prominent examples of this would be Mama Romiano and Vic Mignogna between Oron and Nafri. And so with Mercer, I think it would be a pretty good fit as well. Um, considering he, considering I did love him as Captain Levi, uh, and then there's also uh, Fate Zero is another big one that I love from him, as well as Gargantia. And 
I recently actually saw a trailer for um, the new season of Magi that's being dubbed, and he plays Sinbad, I believe, and I still have not seen Magi, but I, from what I gathered, it seems like a nice role for him and a decent fit, so I need to make sure I watch that. So Mercer would be a f different and fun choice um, to play Law, but there is one more, and um, I hate names. And you'll know why in a second, because I tried pronouncing this name in my Attack on Titan video, and it was a complete mess. Uh, David Matronga. David Matronga would be an interesting pick as well. It would definitely be something completely different compared to Mercer, Wald, or McCollum. Now, Matronga, um, you've seen him as well in Attack on Titan as Bertold, but he's also done uh, Codebreaker recently as well as, for an older one, Dayon de Beaumont from Le Chevalier Dayon, and that one I still think is one of my favorites from him. To see him take on this role would be rather fun, and it would be so different compared to not only his other work, but compared to the difference between Kamiya's performance of it and then Matranga's performance of it. So, honestly, out of all four of these, I would love to see David Matranga take on this role. Um, he would definitely be my first choice. Uh, McCollum would probably be my second, and then Mercer third, and then Wald last. Um, because Wald, I think, has the lowest vocal tone out of the bunch, and it would be a little too gruff for my liking. Um, but yeah, these four are definitely interesting to me. Um, and I think they would make some pretty good <laughs> potential Trafalgar D Laws. But I would love to know what you guys think of it, and who you think is going to end up as Trafalgar D Law for One Piece. Because as of now, there's not exactly information on when the next seasonal release for uh, One Piece is. However, the most recent one that was released, seasonal, not collection, um, pegged the series around the 370s. And um, Law does come in right before the 400s. So it should be coming up really, really soon. Uh, so we should expect either an announcement or something else really really soon as well guys Let me know what you think who is going to end up as Trafalgar D. Law Do you think any of these four guys could possibly end up as Law or do you think it could be someone else? Just let me know in the comments I'd love to hear what you think and why that is it for this dub talk video for today I hope you enjoyed watching again Let me know who you think is going to be one pieces Trafalgar D. Law in the comments below and if you have any suggestions for any announcements or any shows that I should rewatch in the dub, let me know as well, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, I at least already know what the next dub talk video is gonna be, and that might be up by next week, if uh, everything goes according to plan. Um, but yeah, until next time, otaku on, my friends.